The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. And with it on the right wing, up top to Williams. She'll fire a three. Good! Sahara Williams with a big-time three. They get it in to Nelson across midcourt. Nelson for the win. No good! No good! And you can rock! Chalk it up the Jayhawks win. KU escapes 83-81. to The Buccaneers win our third consecutive NFC South Championship. Celebrate, celebrate Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in the playoffs with a 9-8 and record. We have a locker room full of guys that are comfortable being counted out. All we wanted was a chance to get in, and, and now we're here, and got to handle it the right way. Scrambles left, still got it, scrambles back right, throws it in the end zone, caught for a touchdown in the back of the end zone by C.D. Lamb. I truly I truly believe this team is more than capable of taking advantage of what's, what's in front of us. You know, all, all you need is a crime. All you need is an opportunity. All, all I need is a crime. Pass deflected, stolen. Hughley got a paw on it. McCollum runs down the lane to the rim, up and under layup. Good! It's a J-Mac attack the rack. Timeout, Iowa State. He'll dribble around. Iowa State won't foul, and you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the bar. Oklahoma moves to 1-0 in the Big 12. Final score on opening day. Sooners 71 and Cyclone 63. Sooners are 1-0, 17 more Big 12 games to go, but a good way to start. Good Monday morning, everybody, January 8th, rainy, in some parts stormy, no school in Piedmont today, Teach. power outage across the city, oh, fortunately wow. it hasn't hit the ranch, we're still uh, up and running here, but uh, a uh, joyful daughter just entered the office and uh, proclaimed no school today, so. Extended Christmas, or I guess they went back the end of last week, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll say yeah. extended Christmas break for them. That's right. Um, all right, we've uh, we talked a little NFL. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to, or let's talk some national championship game coming up. But let's talk OU hoops. The doubleheader win on Saturday in the LNC. Jenny Baranchek's team. They didn't play great, but they had about an eight-minute spurt where they were good, and it was enough to beat Cincy. They're 3-0 in the Big 12, uh, 77-64, all three games so far against newcomers, UCF, BYU, and Cincinnati. It's going to get tougher Wednesday night. They go to 11th-ranked Kansas State, Ioka Lee, who scored a uh, NCAA record. I can't remember what it was, TJ, like 63 points against them a couple of years ago or something. Uh, they get her again. She's back, missed last year with uh, – surgery and she's back this year so big test coming on wednesday but great start three and oh and then saturday night 
TJ, I, I, uh, I can't tell you how many different people, either by text message or uh, DM or in person, said, hey, did you know TJ's here? TJ's here. That is, that is not true. No, it is true. It is not no. true. I don't know that I spoke to one person in the arena. I'm well, trying to think of that. I, I don't know if you Trevor spoke to anyone once. or not, but a lot of people told me. That just <laughs> Kurt told me. Oh, Drake I did speak to Kurt. Me. I did speak to Kurt. Uh, yeah. Lots of people told me. Your son came down and yelled at me. Um, first thing Porter said when he sat down for the postgame interview was, did TJ no, make it today? Did not, because I was listening and to I that. Said, yes. That's not true. I was in no, the this is off then. the air. This is off the air. This is off the air. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, boy, what a, which is that like, was exciting. Which is like the fifth game I've been at this year. There have only been like seven home games, eight home games. I've been at like What's five or six What's the record at the games you've been at? Uh, they haven't lost one. Yeah. I mean, if you've undefeated, been to every home game, they at. haven't lost at home this year. So That's right. Undefeated at every game you've been to this year, TJ. Including the away game in Tulsa. In Tulsa, that's true. Yeah, I went to so that the one team too. has adopted you with their good luck charm. They call you, <laughs> they don't know your name, they just call you Average Fan. Is Average Fan here today? <laughs> Look, uh, I know you're teasing me because I go to a lot of the games. I think I'd need to stop, though. I get so distracted with you and Drake and Joe C. Mm-hmm. in the arena, and I'm watching like uh, that, I, that becomes part of my game, especially in timeouts. What are you watching us for? We're not well, doing anything. Like Drake was hugging some old lady. I said, hey, quit flirting with that lady. Uh, and then uh, then I see him going up into the stands. I'm like, what's he doing? I'm like, oh, there's his mom and uh, Jerry. And I'm like, tell Jerry he looks old. And then I'm watching you go to the bathroom and Joe's like, uh, you know, talking to people and all over the place. I'm watching him. It's usually during timeout, so it's not like during yeah. the game. But like, I get right, distracted right. very easily watching all of you guys. Well, we are fun to watch. That's for sure. <laughs> Mainly, I'm like, what's something they do that I can make fun of? Why don't you come on Monday? I mean, you're always invited to come hang out with us. But I know your family was there with you, and you're a provider. So, um, <laughs> but let's start with the <laughs> what's atmosphere. That even mean? <laughs> I don't know. Sold out crowd. Yeah, great crowd. They were into it. They were uh, they were helping the team when they needed it. I was that was fun. That was great. What was it like up in the crowd, DJ? Uh, different there. Like I said, I teased earlier, there were people around me, so that was a lot different. I had to move my jacket and stuff because people actually took the seats. So, um, great. They, uh, they were into it. They seemed, uh, seemed to be having a good time. And, um, early on I was like, man, this isn't going to be as big of a crowd as I thought. And then boom, it filled up quickly. And yeah, it was, it was a great crowd. Great crowd. Great to see. Great mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you know, that was an important game for uh, because they needed to get off to a good start in Big 12 play. Because the next two games are tough ones on the road, you could have been staring down the barrel of 0-3 in conference if you didn't pull that out on Saturday. But it was also important from a crowd perspective, you know. Uh, Sooner fans showed out. I think they're excited about this team. And there's been a couple of times in recent years where that's been the case, and then they laid an egg. And I think the crowd has said, well... That wasn't as much fun as we hoped it would be, or uh, we showed out and the team didn't show up, or whatever. Right. So for them to win and it be an exciting finish and everything, hopefully it gets uh, everybody to come back again because uh, that's the way it, it needs to be all the time. That was a home court advantage on Saturday. Now, how about the game? Give me your thoughts on the game. What we thought with Iowa State, they are a ter- terrific defensive team. 
They make it extremely hard to score. OU showed they're a really good defensive team as well. Um, Iowa State was amazing in the way that they would collapse two and three guys on someone, and it was quick, and yet they could still cover the floor, and it was pretty impressive to watch. They had so mm. much length and athleticism that you normally you drop three guys on one guy, and you're like, okay, there's two guys open, just find them, and as soon as Moore, Jalen Moore, whoever had the ball would try to look to go to pass to that open guy, boom, they're back out, and back defending those guys, they're very good defensively. So, tough mm-hmm. physical game. Um, times of that game that you thought, boy, okay, it's going to get away from OU here because Iowa State's really clamping down, but credit OU. They they played extremely well. They took care of the ball. Um, there were a couple of shots early on in that game I thought, mm, that was probably not the best decision, but they kind of straightened that out and handled the ball well, moved it well. Um, I just thought they played really well, and uh, it was physical. It was definitely physical, and yeah. they proved. Oh, you proved too. Hey, we can score, but we're a good defensive team too, and we can we yep. can win an ugly game like this, and that's what they did. Yeah. Um. Let me give you a couple of things I was encouraged about. One is you're right. Iowa State, one of the best defensive teams in the country, and Oklahoma got better against them as the game went along Mm -hmm. they shot i think it was 55 56 percent in the second half uh so they were able to make adjustments and figure things out as the day went along to help them that's a good sign number two i say this all the time every year 14 or 15 of the 18 conference games are going to be undecided at the last media timeout this certainly fell into that category OU's down one with four minutes to go. And they outscored them 14-5 to in the final stretch. Porter unlocked the defense in that last stretch. He found a play and just kept going to it over and over again. It was the ball screen with McCollum up top and Sam Godwin. Yeah. And they, they hit him three straight times with it and scored on all three. And, uh... It was great to see. I mean, you've got to be good in crunch time to win in this league because they're almost all going to be close. And they were very good in crunch time Saturday. And number three, one of the reasons for that is they got a dude who you can put the ball in his hands when it matters and he can go make a play. And that's Javian McCollum. Mm -hmm. Whether it's for himself or whether it's for someone else, he attracts so much attention. He can he can beat you off the dribble. He can pull up for the three. He can find the open man. He can create a double team and find the open man. He's a playmaker. And that is no offense to anybody else on the team, but to have someone like that, and I don't know that we've had one since Austin probably, to have somebody like that in tight games is just invaluable. Absolutely invaluable. So, good win against a good team. It's their first quad one win. You got to defend the home floor. And now it's a tough week, but if you look at the schedule ahead, if you could get even one of the two this week, and, and, you know, let's win them both, but if you could get even one of the two this week, you got a fairly favorable stretch after that. You get. 
West Virginia at home, winnable. At Cincinnati will be tough, but it's winnable. And then you got two more home games, Texas and Texas Tech. They'll be tough. But, again, they're all going to be tough in this league. So if you could get even just one of two this week, either in Fort Worth or certainly in Allen Fieldhouse, then you got a chance anyway to be three weeks in and, and sitting near the top of the conference. Yeah, no, that was a game, too, where uh, Otega Oway couldn't couldn't buy a yeah. shot. He couldn't find yeah. one. But at the end, really took over, kind of got aggressive, made it to the line, made his free throws, made a huge difference in that game. That game's probably a 15-point win, too, if uh, the guy that I can't pronounce his name for Iowa State doesn't just get red hot for about a minute and a half stretch and hit every shot that he put up. Mamchilovich. <laughs> Mamchilovich. Milan Mamchilovich. <laughs> um, uh, he got like super hot like for a minute and a half, two minutes, yep. and it was like, holy cow, He's, this dude's going to take over the game and maybe win it for him on the road. And uh, luckily uh, they were the, able to get that under control. Believe it or not, Pavlev, uh, Pavlevsky and Mamchilovich <laughs> were not the hardest names to say on Saturday. It was Latre Darthard. Trust me. I was so messed up because I knew what you had discussed on Friday. Bronx kept asking me because I was like, it's Darthard. And he goes, it's Dart Hard. And I go, no. And he goes, listen to the guy. And like the PA guy kept saying Dart Hard. And so I was trying to get it in my head so that going forward. The PA guy was saying Dart Hard? Yes, he was still saying Uh, Dart Hard. We got to get a hold of Jim. I was trying to get the Darthard in my head so that when we go forward talking about him, because you had said he had requested, you know, this is my name. Let's go with this. But then the PA guy would say it, and then Bronx is like, see, it's dart hard. And then I'm like, man, I'm not going to be able to get this out of my head. So Let me, um, I talked you to said there was the a game. story, and we didn't get the story Friday. So do you know the story now, or can you I tell did. the story? I ta- uh, well, I ta- it's not a great story. But oh, okay. I talked to him before the game. Uh, he came out to warm up, and I was like, all right, what's the deal with the name? And he starts laughing. And he said, uh, people have called me both ways my whole life. Darthard and Darthard, and so I don't really care. But when they asked me at the beginning of the season, I said it's easier for people to say Darthard, so let's say Darthard. And I think mom, I think mom or somebody was like, "What are we doing? That's not how you say our name. Will you please <laughs> tell him to say it correctly?" Okay, that's what I figured Which, it was. For me, Darthard is easy. That's what I assumed it was from the beginning. It right. also it also allows, you know the possibility of Darth Vader coming into play at some point, which I like that a lot. But so I, I, I think he is just chill and was like, let's just go with Darth hard. It's easier for people. And then mom or somebody was not as chill and finally, you know, called him up and said, will you please tell him to say your name? Right. So he has now asked everybody to change it to Darthard. I wonder who, like he says, he's got it his whole life. I wonder who has ever pronounced it Darth hard because like leading into the season, like you said, like Darthard, that name is always I would been have Darthard. Never, when I see, I would, I would have, have never, never imagined it being Darthard. <laughs> so, hmm. yeah, I don't know. But now it's like I, I, I was like the whole night Saturday, and I was like oh, Darthard, Darthard, Darthard. Then they'd be like uh, three pointer, the trade Darthard, and I'm like ah, Darthard, Darthard. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. I think he accepts both and doesn't really care too much. Yeah, but I don't want to upset mom. That's the yeah. You we know, that's you don't true. Want to upset that's mom the ever. most important thing. Yeah. Let's don't let's don't get on mom or dad's bad side. So, all right, we'll hear what Porter had to say post game coming up in a bit. Rivaldo Suarez had a nice game as well. Nine rebounds. 
Played a ton of minutes. We'll hear from him later in the show. 718, back to your text messages next. T-Row in the Morning Show rolls on. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. There are trucks. High Tower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate. Medication provided for free. Patients are compensated for their time. You have a lot of various metro locations to help you out. Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. I forgot one thing that did happen while eating the chili and the burgers from Bronx Friday night. I introduced Bronx to the American classic Teen Wolf Friday night. So that oh, also really? went down, yeah. How did, he, uh, how did he feel about it? He uh, enjoyed it very much, but at the very beginning, probably three, four minutes into the movie, he goes, why do they have like 40-year-olds playing high school kids? That guy's like at least 45. I said Does that, it hold up? The scene will hold up? Uh, better than I thought. I hadn't watched it in years, and I'm like, this actually holds up pretty well. So, yeah. actually. You know did. what we finished uh, this week is uh, Super Pumped this weekend. Oh, the, uh, the Uber, Uber story. Uber story, yeah. yeah I, I, th- I found that interesting. I got about, oh, I'd say five or six episodes in, but I was watching it when it was live, like on Showtime, mm-hmm. and then I lost it, and then I've just never gone back and finished it, so... It's on Netflix now. Okay. Okay. Well, I can go finish it now. Yeah, it's fascinating. To you know, I, I assume it's. Oh, it's definitely relatively close. Very to, accurate. It's got to be on those shows. Yeah, I don't think they take any liberties at all. <laughs> it did make me want to start using Lyft more, right? Than Uber, which is probably the point of the whole thing. Uh, it didn't. It does not come off very. Uh, it does not shine the light kindly on the guy that started uber now he's not running it anymore so i'm sure it's a better organization now but it is fascinating there was a stretch where i did not use uber for a long time because lyft was cheaper Mm -hmm. and now i have seen it trend back the other way where it's more equal so i think that's part of what you're talking about they i use them both i i just like i'll see who's closer basically I'll check yeah. them both and say who who what's the cost and who's closer and then mm-hmm. just go with one or the other. That's how I roll. I'm cheap. Mm-hmm. This one's uh, thirty. I used to. Ca- I took a taxi in Charlotte. I hadn't done a that taxi? forever. Yeah, they still exist. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I was at the airport and uh, needed to get downtown, and their taxis were right there, and uh, Uber was going to take like eight minutes or something like that. And I was like, all right, I'll just hop in this thing. So. Mm. How about that? It was clean. I think they've got their act together maybe a little bit. Maybe it was just in Charlotte. but They've probably been forced to get their act together you can, a little bit. You can use your card. You can tip on it, all that kind of stuff that you, you never could do before. So, yeah. Huh. I don't know the last time I took a cab. It's probably in New York at some point. Uh, let's see. Knippemeyer Chevrolet text line. I have two dogs that play very hard, and frequently they will limp for a few hours or a couple of days, and then they're fine. I'm a physical therapist, and you don't have to panic and take your kids or dogs to the doctor every time they have an owie. All right. We, our our uh, callers are arguing with each other today about, about Ozzy, that's the, about that's what the, we need to do with Ozzy. That's the physical therapist that says, please quit bringing me your kids for a limp. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Trying to watch what do you, what do you think the I Uber show today? on Netflix. 
Uh, yeah, get, definitely give it a couple of days, and the dog will stop okay. limping. Most likely, I don't think you it have was a severe Saturday. Injury. It was, and this is Monday morning. So, give it another day or so. You think? Yeah, like if it was a severe injury, or like you said, the table fell on it and collapsed on the dog, and he was trapped under it for a few hours. Um, <laughs> no, that did not happen. I thought that's what you no. said. No. Um, <laughs> No, but if it was like where the table fell on him or, or whatever it was, you said the little shelf or whatever it was, mm-hmm. like he would, um, he's I think not he would, yelping. I was going to say whining, he would whine or, or wince or something, you know, mm-hmm. or if you tried to touch it, he would, you know, jerk it back and, and yelp or right. something. So if that's not going on, it's just, it's just sore on him and he'll be fine okay. in a couple of days. Well, I don't know. Boy, I, I'm getting mixed messages here from the callers today. <laughs> Did you see Porter Moser joke about getting close to Bill Self and drawing a foul? Yes, that was at uh, Media Days, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Firefighter Dan says, Starskate is still available in Norman and would be, make a great dodgeball venue. Need a couple of investors still. You guys in? Look, <laughs> every day to go pick Bronx up for school, I pass Starskate, and I see that for sale sign, and I think, what could I do with that venue? Could I bring Starskate back? Wow. Like I have, so Firefighter Darren, I pass it every day that I pick Bronx up from school to and from school, and I think to myself, what could I do with that place? So, What's your best idea so far? How about roller skating dodgeball, Firefighter Darren? We have dodgeball tournaments on Friday night on roller skates. Nothing could go wrong with that. Is roller skating dead? This is part of why I think Major part of our childhood. This is why part of why I think that I hit 50... And I really wanted, like, some of my childhood to come back. Like, uh-huh. that. Like, I passed the star skate. Nostalgic. And think, the nostalgic part of it, I'm thinking, is it time for something like that to come back? Everything comes Movie around Movie theaters right? are dying. You know, we've seen, like, the Golden Katie had the Golden Globes on last night. I knew none of the movies because they were all from streaming platforms except for a couple of them. Killers of the Flower Moon, a couple of others that I'd heard of. Otherwise, I'm like... I know there's been movies at the Oscars and stuff that you're like, what's that? Never heard of it. But there were a lot of movies you knew what they were and stuff. But, like, the the movie theater at 35 and Robinson is being redone right now. And I can't tell you how much joy it has brought me the last three weeks watching the renovations go on from the outside of it. Like, I'm so excited over it because I want movie theaters to be something again. Okay. And so that's kind of the Starscape thing. So it's I think I'm getting old. You want to bring just, back roller skating? I want to bring back Blockbuster. I want to be make it cool to be at the movie theaters on a Friday and Saturday night again. I want the kids out roller skating. They're all at home. They're roller skating, but it's on an Oculus, and they're like virtually skating through Japan or something. So The greatest, the, so- the song, I think they played it like every third song. Every time you go roller skating, right? Mustang had a roller skating rink. In Indiana, they had a roller skating rink. We were kids. Every time you go roller skating, I think it was every third song, and certainly the one everybody got the most excited about. Pour some sugar Pour on some me. sugar on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the play pour some sugar. Pour some sugar on me. It was also a great place that the parents would just go and dump you. Yeah, they would dump you for hours, or they would have those uh, lock-ins at the the movie uh, the lock-ins, skating rinks. Sure, yeah. you were there all, all night. night, and the parents are just like picking you up the next morning at eight or nine. Like, yeah, we got rid of them for uh, passed out on the floor eight dollars for the whole night. <laughs> 
there was a there was that junior high age too when they'd go into couple skating. Oh yeah. Like, oh, gross! Get off there! You know, it's time you know, for moment. couple skate, guys. <laughs> Grab that girl. It's time for couple skate. Like even now, they don't have the DJ still at the uh, roller rinks. And the guy that ran the rink would always skate around faster than everybody else, showing <laughs> off, doing tricks and stuff. You're like, who's that? Ah, uh, he's the guy. He's the he's the guy that runs the place. <laughs> Speaking of all that, like Teen Wolf, you asked if it held up. He does the surfing thing on top of the van, you know. Never, never seen it. You've no, never seen it. Oh, they no. they have this van and they surf on the top of it, driving down the street. And Bronx goes, "Is that legal?" I said, "No," and don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, oh, I wasn't. I just wanted to know if it was legal or if they were breaking the law. Like, all he cares about is if you're breaking the law or something. He's little, little cagey. Your son's confusing. I'm confused by your son. <laughs> Why is that? Because every time I see him, he acts like he couldn't be more excited to see me. He ran down the stairs to see me on Saturday. Right. At a ball game, at your house, wherever. He's thrilled to see me, and I'm thrilled to see him. But then all I hear from you is about how much trash he talks to me <laughs> in our competitions and everything. So I don't know if he loves me or hates me. Uh, if he's trash talking you and doing that, then he loves you. He loves you. So This is the Perry way of showing that you love someone. That's right. Is to say the meanest possible things about him. Well, the Drake walks in the building every day. I say, gosh, you have gotten so fat. Yeah, that's oh, how we do. That's how oh, we roll. Makes more sense. Now. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, Toby, quit playing that jackweed from Kansas. I just threw my eggs and bacon up. Oh man, it's Brian Haney. He's a good friend of mine. I'm not going to quit playing. I know it's Let's hard. Let's to... rock, chalk it up. Oh, another stolen win for the Jayhawks. I know it's hard to stomach, but we we got to hear it all. Hey, by the way, uh, congratulations to Dave Hunziker. 1,000th broadcast for the Cowboys on Saturday afternoon. It's a lot of games. Very cool. A lot of games. A lot of games. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's free skate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, TJ, we got to. <laughs> There's your extra volleyball money. TJ yeah, and right. at a roller break. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, we got a lot to talk about in the transfer portal. So uh, Swiftco Roofing and Construction brings us our daily transfer portal update. Uh, tell us more about this. Locally owned and operated 25 years of experience. They've uh, renovated over 350 homes. Brent Swift will personally come look at your home. 405-831-8222, Swiftco Roofing and Construction. All right, just been kind of keeping track of stuff. I'm sure I'm going to miss something, so let me know. But let me just go down the list here, TJ. DJ Graham to Utah State, former Sooner uh, DB slash wideout, who has will always go down as one of the greatest plays in OU football history. Yes, a one-handed interception against Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Dave McCullough to Louisville. Oh, I didn't see that one. I mean, I knew he was in the portal, but I didn't see he had mm-hmm. picked a destination. That's a good good landing spot for him. Offensive lineman Aaron Parks to South Carolina. We uh, could see him next year. Marcus Majors got a home, TJ. He's going to the Big Ten, Minnesota. 
Yeah, I saw Minnesota picked up like two or three guys this week, and I think they picked up a receiver from Penn State, so they've done pretty well in the, the portal over the last couple of days, I saw. This one uh, helps. LSU's wide receiver Malik Neighbors to the NFL draft. He led the nation last year in receiving yards, 1,569 yards, 14 touchdowns. We don't have to deal with this guy next year, TJ, uh, at the end of the year. That's a good thing. Isaiah Coda, the NFL draft, Mm -hmm. which I didn't even know coming back was a possibility. So there you go. Malachi Nelson, remember him? Yeah, I do. I do. Number one QB in the country, OU bound, then USC bound. Now he's headed to Boise State. Boise. Going to play on the Smurf turf. L.V. Bunkley Shelton. Georgia Southern is where he has landed. OU has hauled in another offensive lineman over the weekend, Michael Tarquin. Remember on Friday we're talking about mom changed her uh, Twitter not emoji, Twitter profile, profile. pick, I guess it yeah. was. Uh, so Michael Tarquin, I guess it's official now, the Florida and USC offensive lineman headed to OU. And another one is considering OU, LSU offensive lineman Zalance Hurd. I don't know if you say that, saying that right. Zalance Hurd, uh, also considering the Sooners. So Bill Biedenboe having a good transfer portal so far. And I think that's all I've got. You got anything else? Portal? Now, you hit on the ones that I had written down here with Parks and Marcus Major, DJ Graham, and those guys. So Is Zach Alley official? I've never seen it become official, but everyone's disgusted it as if it was. But I, OU hasn't, like, sent out a, a – like like – Mike Houck hasn't sent out an email or anything saying that it was official, so I no, I don't think it's been officially signed. I think we're all under the impression it's going to be, but uh, hopefully today. Otherwise, maybe it becomes a little worrisome. But um, So, picked up an offensive lineman, maybe in the hunt for another one. Um, seems like they still got a couple of tight ends on the hook. And uh, we'll see what else happens uh, today. Things happening all the time in the old transfer portal. Brought to you by Swiftco Roofing and Construction. Also, congrats to the OU women's gymnastics team. They opened the season. The two-time defending national champs opened the season with a victory out in Vegas at that Mean Girls Super 16. (laughs) That makes me laugh every time you bring it up. Uh, they beat three other squads, most notably Michigan, out there. So a successful start to the season. Got a good score, too, right out of the gates, 197.850. Um, so K.J. Kindler's team off to a very good start. Not surprisingly, they are loaded again this year. Uh, next up for them, let me see here, what do we got? They are uh, at Utah, big-time showdown, the Sprouts Farmers Market Collegiate Quad. That is this coming weekend, this Saturday, Utah, LSU, and UCLA. Whew! That could be a final four right there. Yeah. OU, Utah, LSU, and UCLA Saturday afternoon. 
in West Valley City, Utah, which I, I guess that's where University of Utah is. It looks like to me it's right in the heart of Salt Lake City, but maybe it's uh, maybe it's just a suburb over there. So uh, good start for them. Uh, what else do we need to hit here? Really, nothing controversial on the SEC fact of the day this weekend, TJ. Uh, you tried to rile something up, but nobody took the bait. <laughs> I tried. I did try on Saturday. <laughs> Just m- mind your own business, okay? <laughs> Quit being a troublemaker. I'm having a hard enough time with this thing, okay? <laughs> I haven't uh, decided what today is going to be yet. Uh, Thunder Wizards tonight, they've lost a couple in a row. See if they can get back on the winning track. Okay. Big 12 basketball, we talked about what happened uh, on Saturday. No games tonight because of the national championship game. Most of the games on Tuesday. It's going to be, you know, I guess it'll be more fun next year too because we'll have 16 teams. But this year, instead of five conference games every week, there's seven. So um, five games Tuesday night, two games Wednesday night. This week on Tuesday night, you got Houston going to Iowa State. So undefeated Houston in Hilton Coliseum Tuesday night. That'll be good. And they're all good, TJ. None of these are duds. Texas 0-1 has to go to Cincinnati now. Uh, Tuesday. K-State at West Virginia Tuesday. Boy, I was bragging all up on West Virginia, how much better they are now that they've got these guys added, TJ, and they lost by 34 in their conference opener. OSU lost at home in overtime. Now they've got to go to Lubbock to play that Texas Tech team that you're all gaga over now. And BYU licking their wounds after losing their first Big 12 game. Tuesday night, they go to Waco to play in the new Foster Pavilion, where uh, they're in danger of dropping to 0-2. Then Wednesday night, the early game, Kansas at UCF, and the late game, OUTCU. So the Sooners will play the final Big 12 midweek game this week. TCU 11-3 on the year. Good squad. I cannot believe Avery Anderson is still playing college basketball. Uh, but he's still at TCU, and uh, Sooners will have a good test. That's one of the places they've played well through the years. Didn't win there last year, but they've won at TCU quite a bit, and some of them dramatic. So, boy, it'd be great if you could nip one there and uh, go into Allen Fieldhouse 2-0, and and at that point you got you, you know really nothing to lose. It'd be an, it's another quad one game, by the way. Sooners net ranking after Saturday's win up to 22. And both games this week obviously fall into the uh, quad one category. So shouldn't hurt them, could only help them if you win either one of them. Uh, the formula that we've talked about is win your home games and pick off three or four on the road. And if you're going to do that, you are uh, sitting pretty for Kansas City and the NCAA tournament. So, so far, so good. Here's their first opportunity to try to go get a road game 
on Wednesday night. 747 Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. We'll be back. The Refs Transfer Portal is brought to you by Swiftco Roofing and Construction. Call 405-831-8222 or visit SwiftcoTeam.com for Brent Swift and his 25 years of roofing, remodeling, and construction experience. And Brent will personally come look at your roof and home. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. It is the ref, Toby and TJ with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical. They believe everyone should have access to a new treatment option through clinical trial participation. No cost or insurance needed. Several areas that they work in. So if you want to find out if they can help you or a loved one, HightowerClinical.com or you can call or text for more information, 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, okay, I'm not reading that one, but nice uh, blue pill joke there. Uh, if your dog is still eating, he's probably going to be just fine. Has Ozzy still been much. eating his uh, breakfast and dinner and everything? He won't stop eating. Okay, you're yeah. fine then. Yeah, he's not feeling too bad. Okay. Uh, I gave my dog two weeks of laying in the floor and whining and limping, found out, um, dysplasia? It felt like it was the, I was the worst dog owner ever. Hip, did he have hip dysplasia? Dysplasia, okay, dysplasia. Yeah, hip dysplasia. That's usually an older dog situation, but yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it could if he got hit the right way, maybe, yeah. Uh, well, if he's, he's not laying around and whining and stuff, so no. uh, that's not Mm-mm. the case. You're not just letting him lay there on the floor and cry, so. <laughs> yeah, two weeks. You probably are a bad dog owner. I don't know. He's been laying there for two weeks just crying and whining and won't move. Come on. You gotta be quicker Come than on. that. Uh, roller skating, dodgeball, brilliant. Have everyone nailing each other, and then the DJ hits "Open Arms" by Journey. Everyone has to start a couple skate through the song. <laughs> Journey in Chicago. This nine oh three is telling me roller skating is making a comeback. Just saw a ton of videos on TikTok of parents skating with their kids. Line dancing is making a comeback too. Line dancing. Oh my. Yeah, TikTok. Um, those are good. Those are fine TikTok, viral TikToks to come back with. Katie told me one of the uh, this weekend. I don't have TikTok, and she doesn't either, but she knows of some of these. I guess their uh, new viral TikTok is kids are going into uh, nail salons and having their nails done, manicures and pedicures, and then running out and not paying. And this is a viral thing. And I'm like, that's just a crime. That's just illegal. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, not only are it's not you're even filming that you're stealing, yourself on a crime. Yeah. It's not only that you're stealing. It's not going into Walmart and stealing a product. You're taking this person's time as well. Like a pedicure and manicure doesn't just happen. So, Come on, kids. I was angry as an old person. Like, they're doing what? These kids are doing what? What if we, what if we went together and we bought the skating rink? Yeah. And we just turned it into a giant uh, place where you could go coffee dip your shoes. <laughs> Do we need a building that big? Oh, yeah. Huh. Got to have a place that big. 
because it's just taken Look, over the nation, according to Kevin Henry. This probably is not an original idea. There are probably uh, coffee dipping shoe stores all over America that we don't know about. Oh, so. it. All right. Yeah. We'll think of another idea then. Uh, my son got an Oculus for Christmas, playing gorilla tag, sweating, talking trash, and I said, this is what TJ's been talking about. <laughs> He's probably playing against Bronx. He's probably playing against him, yeah. <laughs> oh, you suck! You are so bad at this! Like, what? What? Look at my rating. Look at my rating. Look at my rating. All right? Look at my rating. Even your mom is embarrassed of you right now. <laughs> Nobody loves you. Nobody loves you. <laughs> Panda in Texas, seventh and eighth grade, they would play Kid Rock ball with the ball, and that place would go ball nuts. With the ball, the bang, the bang, diggy. Yep, <laughs> that's right. S. Rob Booming, the all skate song where everyone piled onto the skate floor. <laughs> it's all skate. Here's this text from the 405. This will be couple in, couple skate in reverse direction. Couple skate in reverse direction. <laughs> oh, man, we get to go the other way. <laughs> we just uh, talked about this. I think it came in right before we talked about it. Hey, do we honestly have a defensive coordinator right now? So, we think so. Uh, I'm pretty I sure. I haven't seen anything official. Surely that comes today, right? Everybody's reporting it. But I have not seen anything. Surely it comes today, yeah. Like, I haven't even seen anyone speak to him yet, like where he's made comments on whether he's considering the job or not. So, Right. Brent, what's going on? Hurry up. People are tired of waiting. Uh, supposedly Ole Miss and Kiffin somehow still have enough money to drop a bag for Hurd. So, yeah, we'll see how this battle for services goes. Mm. Talking about the offensive lineman, Zalance Hurd. Ole Miss, uh, Ole Miss has just been sitting on money waiting. Yep. And uh, they're spending it now this season. They, they've had a dropping great bags. year. They're trying to build just off of that running year. Running around dropping bags. Uh, some are having trouble getting Darthard's name right. Uh, PJ Adababaraway says, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I, no matter how many times you play the clip, I still can't say it right. So I, I told... Uh, the basketball media relations guys this week that henceforth I'm going to go record like I did with PJ preseason, every sport I'm recording, say your name into my phone. No more messing around with the pronunciation guides. So, but I think honestly, if we had done that with Trey before the season, he would have said dart hard. It sounds, yeah, like. sounds like it. So seven fifty eight, top of the hour break. Porter Moser's post game thoughts after his team gets a big win to open conference play. Next.